My father was in Lodz. He went to Gert on Shavuos to the Imriyamis before the Holocaust. He was a regular Gerabacher, 15, 16 years old. Regular Chassidah Shager Chassid with the Heisen and the Zakin and the whole thing. And he went for Shavuos. And when he went to say goodbye, the Rebbe told him, If this, Hashem B'Simcha, so it's Blaba Naid, Halavai, Halavai. Serve Hashem with Simcha, with joy. You should remain a Jew. Halavai, halavai, hadi tight chalavai. If only, if only. My father walked out of the room like, what? A regular chassidish guy. Should remain a Jew? Halavai, you should remain a chassid. Maybe, right? You should remain a Jew. Halavai, halavai. And it took a, a holocaust for him when his whole family was murdered for him to realize what the Rebbe meant. His message was, Ivdu Hashem Simcha, through everything. And you should be, it should remain, remain er l'chiyid, halavai, halavai. <coughs> and I think that's, that's what's happening over here with so many parents that under that chuppah, we didn't even know to daven for this. None of us davened. Hashem, please help me, my child should remain a Jew, halavai, halavai. We didn't know. It was an option. Chil Shabbos didn't exist in our minds. Nobody davened. Hashem, please help me. Should shtiv, and all my children should be clean from drugs and alcohol. There was no tefillah like that. And Hashem, wow, wow, what happened? It hit us in the last 25 years, a holocaust. Mamasha holocaust, thousands of kids off the derech. Kids who want to die, kids in the psych wards, kids in the therapy, I mean, thousands of kids in therapy for pain, anxiety, and OCD, and mental illness diagnosis, and, and Chil Shabbos, and, and this whole thing is just, it's just overwhelming because it didn't exist, and, and we didn't know how to process it. So first everybody said, oh, it's only dysfunctional families, and then they say, no, 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 it's not. And they say, oh, it must be um, some bad chinuch at home. And they say, no, 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 it's not. You know, after we lose 5,000 more kids, we say, oh, no, no, it's not. They're all Bali Taiva and Rishoyim, and then, you know, we lose another 5,000. Oh, no, no, it's not. And now we're realizing it's, it's some of our best, sweetest, brightest, most sensitive kids. Nothing wrong with them. And they're put into hell. To put Mamish down into a life of Gehenim. None of your other kids would want to switch places with them. They didn't choose a better life and say, we don't have kids who leave the Yiddish away because they decided to become a lawyer. Decided, you know what, be a successful attorney and move to the city, to the Upper West Side and have, you know, that's not the story here. These are broken people. I see parents who are the most wonderful, sweet, charming parents and they have kids with a learning disability and kids who are social awkward, social problems like, Whoa! This didn't. Where did this come from? And then people criticize, and then people fight and argue. It's 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 what what you what you're doing. I think is the answer, is is the is the is the emes. Before you do, before you react, you have to accept. You have to say this is exera that we were we were given, or maybe we were chosen. We don't even know. That, that this is the, we were given this child or children like this. This is what Hashem wants. And we're so busy, you know, throw them out, don't throw them out, hug them, love them, TP, unconditional love, tough love. We're so busy, you know, doing that, that maybe we forgot to just say, okay, hang on, but one second, stop kicking and screaming. Accept, accept. It's very hard, Madrega. I don't know how you do it. I don't think I could ever do it. And I don't think we can fudder that people should do it. I don't think we can expect it, but. I look around the room and I see tzaddikim and maybe you can. Maybe that's what you have to work on first. Before how I'm going to respond to the crisis, maybe first thing is, you know, 
just when you go to sleep tonight, just say, Hashem, I, I accept it. I accept it. And uh, is that possible to say? I don't know. You tell me if you can do it. And the Siva Shalom says that if somebody accepts the bad that Hashem gives him, even when it's very painful, then Hashem accepts all the bad that He gives Hashem and forgives him for all of his sins. Yeah. So uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's easy. And I'm like, no, it's not. It sounds easier than tshuva for every sin. If you want to do tshuva on every individual avera, that's that's a tremendous amount of work. But here it's like get out of jail free card. And all you have to do is truly internally accept all the, the bad that God gives you, even though it's hard. It's a good deal, by the way. It's a very good deal. What, what do we all have in common? We're all Jews. We all like a good deal. This is a good deal. Why is it a good deal? Because the bad that Hashem gives us is really good. There's a cheshman. For us it's painful, but it's good. Ein ra min No bad comes from God. It's just painful, difficult. But it's good. It's good for us, or it's good for our Gilgal, or our Tikkun. We don't know. But it's good. Got to trust Him. And the bad we give Hashem is really bad. And Hashem says, you accept my quote-unquote bad, I'll accept your real bad. Complete mechila. Says in the Siva Shalom, this is a way to get mechila, a tikkun for the averis that are very hard that regular tshuva doesn't work for. The Zerah Kaddish says certain averis that regular tshuva, tshuva doesn't work. He says, this is a back door, and you get forgiven for those averis as well. He brings it down, the Siva Shalom didn't make it up. He brings it down from, I think, the Sabah Kaddish and Milechavich, or Kubrin one of the Friyadika Hasidic masters, and they got it from the Arizal. And the Arizal gets it from the Zaira Kaddish. This is authentic Judaism. So if we can, if we can accept the matzah before we deal with it, before the tipul, we're always trying to change what Hashem gives us. Maybe we have to just say, hang on, I don't know if I have to change it. If this is what you want, you know, if there's a shtadlus that you want, we'll do it, but we have to do a shtadlis and tefillah and staka, but but we have to accept. We have to accept the situation. Right? Like I said before, some people weren't here, so I'll say it again, that uh, the story from the Tzela Maru, if he didn't have any children, and somebody went to him to complain about his child off the derech, and he said, you know, I wish he was never born. I wish I never had this kid. You know, some people have eight other kids, and all of a sudden you got this one troublemaker. I wish I, wish I never had him. And Tzela Maru, who never had kids, he said, I'll take him. I, I would rather, he would rather have, until you know the pain of somebody who doesn't have kids, it's hard to imagine, but someone who doesn't have kids, apparently, would rather have this troubled soul than no soul. And people who have lost children, who have said, I would, I would want this kid alive, even if I have to put up with all these things. And people are talking, they're saying, oh, I wish he was dead, I wish he was dead. They're just saying it out of pain and frustration. They have no idea how not true that is. How, how, how they'll feel afterwards. And we have to appreciate, you know, as long as they're alive, we have to fight for them and do what we can, but there's a certain level of acceptance that we have to accept that this is what Hashem wants. Ikfasid the Mashiach, the last, the last, um, the last frontier. Because you know why? I don't know why, but maybe because we really did a great job of fixing ourselves in Klal Yisrael, but the Actual churban based on English came from one thing, sinas And the only thing that's going to rectify that is a havas So when, when I have to love someone just for absolutely no reason, that's rebuilding the base on English. 
And that's the parents. Your parents, you say, you know what, it's hard to love this kid like this for whatever, whatever your struggle is. I'm embarrassed, it costs a lot of money, they're not from, they're, they're rebelling, they don't listen to you, whatever your frustration is. And you're at Mamash Ahavas That's, whoa, I can do Ahavas That's a brick in the base of Mikdash. And the siblings as well, and the aunts and the uncles, and Klal Yisrael. It hurts me so much when people, they misdiagnose the situation, they think they're bad. And because the kid is troubled for a few years, so they want to, they, they, they do kares forever. So sad, you know. It's just, it's just sad. They don't know the sugya. They're talking stupid. Mom is stupid. They lose thousands of kids. The kids come back. If we do what we need to do, kids come back. Chazanish said that this is what you should do. And the Baal Shem Tev said, and Rav Pam said, and Rav Shach said, and the Stai, Rav Gersh, no, they're smarter than everybody. And they lose mamish. Besides, for the kids that we lose, we lose our, our opportunity that Hashem is giving, delivering into our homes a chance to do a havas chinam. I love you just because. I love you because you're my niece, you're my nephew, you're my brother, you're my sister. I, I just love you because you're a Jew. I love you. I have no reason to love you. Havas chinam. And maybe if we if we got our heads out of the whatever's blocking us and we saw clear, it's obvious. Obvious. That's that's our our, our whole purpose, because we're never going to learn and daven like the previous generation. It's never going to happen. Hashem doesn't need us for that. You know, even just a hundred years ago, I mean, we're not going to be them. But there's something we can do. We need to do. It's just it's just and that's the opposite of sinaschinam. And it's so clear that that's the the message of the dar. And the Siva Shalom says, just like Chanoich Lenar Alpidarkai, that you have to educate every child according to his own way. Chanoich Ledar Alpidarkai. He says, every generation has its own purpose. Every generation has a purpose. What is our purpose? For sure, the purpose after the Holocaust was to rebuild. No question. For sure, the purpose of the 60s and the 70s it was to build Kailum and Taira to exist on a much, which is unbelievable. And for sure, our purpose is to go and look at the brachin or broken kids, huge chunk of Kali Yisrael, and to, and to bake our love in them, and not chas v'shalom to use our success, right? That, that they never dreamed of. In the 40s and the 50s, nobody was like us. Right? Kali Yisrael, we got so from, that we can't look like some, some I don't want to say negative, but somebody advised an uh, aunt and uncle of a, of a kip, who's a sweetheart of a girl, she can't come to your house. Your kids shouldn't see. She's not even rebellious. They shouldn't see that, that she's not from. They shouldn't see that she has uh, nail polish on her nail. It's, it's using all of our success. We're so great. We think you can't see it. Shlomo Miller from, from Toronto, who's Paisigadar, basically, he told me, he said, in the 40s and the 50s, half my family wasn't from. Nobody grew up like this, that you can't see. They shouldn't know that it exists. It's like we're fooling. The kids know everything. And, and we're not being mechanach them. We're not teaching them what our job is. So they get confused. They know everything. He said half of his, half of his family drove Rosh Hashanah to shul. You look at the pictures of the Agoda Convention in 1950. Any 55, 60. Any of the women were wearing a shetel. Ramesh and Rabbi How can they come? They were rebuilding. They did a great job. But we got so strong that if somebody doesn't buy in to us, we look at them like, I can't look at you. Like, where did that come from? It's like a infection that grew inside of the Nisayna Aisha. And now it's so clear that we have, to, we have to we have to just go back and pick up the weak people. 
There's every family, so many families, mishpachas of kids who are hurting and hurting and hurting and hurting. And there's still some people, they think they're so great that they look down. It's not just that they're hurting the kids, they're ruining the, our, our whole chance of getting out of here. It's so clear that you parents, what you're, what you're doing is so, so, it's so holy. It's so holy. Look at the people. I, I know some of you have friends that have kids struggling, and you listen to them talk. I get the parents; they tell me like that you can't hear it anymore. It's like, like you just can't hear. It. You just they're they're off the, the parents are off the derech. Not their fault. They don't have a good hadracha, or they have mean <coughs> hadracha. You know, what tell me your kids and the consequences. And the, it's like you're missing the whole point. You're missing the whole. Just relax. These are great kids. We're gonna save them, and we're gonna save ourselves. We're going to save ourselves. It's a message of the dar. So clear. And the Gedalim see it. That's, that's what's so crazy. It's the, it's the hotheads that can't see it. The Gedalim see it. Like somebody told me tonight, he was telling me, you know, anti-TP and this and that. And his rub says, rub is wonderful, wonderful rub. He's 60 years old. I said, okay. So let the parents save their kids according to Rav Gersh Nadelstein. What's, what's his problem? So he holds, lose the kids. He should never be tested. If it's his kid, his, he'll, he'll decide. Let him decide. But what, what's your problem with, why does it bother you that other families want to follow Gershon, who's 95 years old, Gadol Adar? He's not Jewish enough for you? He's not from enough for you? So It's like funny. It's like funny. So once, once you're on this side of things, besides the fact that we're doing the right thing, you see how it's, look at the parents grow. Look at, look at these parents. You, you're, you're mamish awesome people. You grew a tremendous amount that you were able to be makabel, the ahava, the gzera of Hashem, and go through it, and, and you're strengthened. You're strengthened. You see so many parents have kids, and they're broken. Most of you are broken when you come here, right? And you have to get strong, to, and it, it comes from doing what they did. You say, Hashem, this is what you want from me. I thought you wanted me to have the best boy in Brisk. Turns out, you had other plans for me. Okay. Okay. I was ready to do it. I was ready to support a kid in Kail. And I was ready to give up. You know, I had a whole plan. You, Hashem, had a different plan that Nebuch, my kid, should get abused or molested or traumatized or learning to, whatever it was and beat Sabrachan and be on drugs. You had a different plan for me. But we forgot that it's God's plan. Once you realize, if you have the Amun and like they have, that this is Hashem's plan, okay, I talk, I have to figure out what to do, but I can go to sleep at night saying, Hashem, I had other plans. If this is your plan, I accept it. Can we do that? I know I can't. Could you do that? Could you do it 20%? It's avoida, mamshan avoida. I accept it. I wanted to have the most hush of a family in the world for you. You had other plans. You wanted me to have a trauma center in my house, and my house became a psych ward, and my house became a crazy place, and I have to go through this dark, dark journey. But don't forget, Hashem pulled the trigger. He wants you to have this pain. Must be a reason for it. And and if you can, maybe the reason is just to see if if you accept it. It says that two out of the ten nesiyanus that Avraham Avinu had, there was nothing even to do. It was all about if he would accept it. Mutzah says, Levavai Neman Lefanecha. Hashem realized his heart, no matter what I poke him with, I could tell him anything, each different angle. He just says, okay, I accept it. There were two Nisiyanis, there was nothing to do. They, they, they stole his wife. What's he supposed to do? There was a, fa- a famine, Hashem said go, and there was a famine again, okay. 
Rabbah, there was nothing to do. Because not every Nisayin there's something to do. If there's something to do, you have to do. If there's, if there's something to do, you'll do it. That's the Hishtadlis, fine. But the first part of the Nisayin is to accept. To be levavai nemon lefanacha, to say, okay, we have a parsha. Rachman l'etzlan lo'yeleinu, parents have a child, that is a diagnosis, physical, yanamachla, the first thing they have, okay, this is going to be our journey now. We're going to do the best. We're going to have the best doctors. We're going to, we're going to survive. We're going to, fine. But the first thing you have to somehow say, okay, this is what we have. And the first step you have to have, this is the family that God gave me. These are the children. This is it. It's not what I wanted. I didn't sign up for it. I didn't think it's the best thing. Hashem, in His wisdom, wants us to have these kids. It's not a punishment as we learned. We learned from big dilem. It's not a punishment. You didn't do anything to deserve this that we could see. Big tzaddikim have said that. Or we, we've we've quoted them. Rav Rosenblum told you. Rav Yosef Rosenblum. So this is not a punishment. It's an opportunity. And and if you want to know vaday, if you could say Hashem, I accept it. That's Avraham Avinu. That's Amidah Minasayin. Maybe that's all it is. The Medrash says that Hashem shows off with tzaddikim. How does He show off? The Medrash gives a marshal. Somebody who sells pots and pans. So how does he show that his wares are very good quality? He hits it. He bangs on it, and you see it doesn't doesn't fall apart. Look, says Medrash, very painful that Hashem wants to show the Pamal Yishamala, all the angels. Look how strong my people are. Look what I can do to them. I can take away their nachas. I can I can knock off their kids, make them go off the derech, drugs, all kinds of problems, and they still daven to me. They still daven to me. The power that we have, that's the nachas ruach to Hashem. And he shows off. And Nebuch, you guys should be on the, the top of Klal Yisrael, and you feel like you're on the bottom. <laughs> you're the ones who are getting the biggest Nisayin, and you're davening to Hashem that night, you're saying Shema, you're Amidah bin Nisayin. And the other people, Baruch Hashem, good for them. You, you know anybody still with a normal family? Right? We wish we were them, right? You wish you were them, but Lamaisa, you are bringing Akvait Shemayim on a totally different level. Not, I'm not talking about how you're dealing with it anymore. I'm talking about how you internally accept it and say, Hashem, if this is what you wanted for some reason, you want me to play the outfield? I'm playing the outfield. I wanted to play a third base. You want me in the outfield? That's how you deal with a manager. If you trust your manager, if you have Emuna and Bitachin and Hashem, and I'm not demanding this, and I'm not, and I know I can't do it. But when you hear parents who, who, who talk like they just did, I think everybody has to realize, wait, maybe it's doable. Maybe, it, maybe it's doable. And you're all doing it, because you're all davening, you're all saying Shema at night, you're still from, and that means that you're willing to say, Hashem, I still believe in you after what you did to me. So maybe we just a little further of saying, Hashem, I accept, I accept this Messiah, that this is what you want me to go through. One thing's for sure. Once you accept, the journey is sweeter. You're not in that much pain. You feel good about yourself. The fact that you can do what you're doing and, and you can do it besimcha is, is a wild, wild madrega. But your life is better than the other one who's doing it angry and resentful and angry at Hashem and angry at everybody and angry at the whole world. You're, you don't have to be angry. You accept it. This is what Hashem wanted. This is, and, and, and that's the basics. We have to realize, this is what Hashem wants. It's not a mistake. You didn't get the wrong kid. The stork didn't miss by one. Okay, this is what Hashem wanted. We'll never know why. We'll, or, or one day, you know. 
but we don't want to know why right away. We'll wait. In the meantime, it's called trust. I trust Hashem that this is exactly what you wanted for me. And maybe that is the Amidah bin Maybe that's all he wanted. Maybe all he wants to say, could you trust me, even though you wanted this type of family and I gave you a, another kind of family. And the truth is we have tzaddikim in the room. Really. We have tzaddikim in the room who have done it under tremendous, tremendous circumstances. And I don't know how, but that's got to be something incredible for Hashem. He has a lot to be proud of. Hashem has a good nation. We're good people. Murdered us, killed us, kids, a million kids, the Holocaust. We're still here. And we're crying that our kids are not from. <laughs> you have biggest pain. My kid cut off his payas. Wow. Where else are you going to find a nation like that? It's, that's only 75 years. I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing. We, we survive. We build so strong. Our parents have pain if their kid, chas you know, doesn't want to sit and learn in Kailu. Nebuchadnezzar wants to work. Nebuchadnezzar, you know? Wants to go to college. Like, that was the whole American dream. Look how far we've come from that, where parents said, you can't learn, you have to go to college, become a doctor, become a lawyer. And we have this small group, legions, Ligyon Shalmelech, that this Kat Katana is so stark, you know? Beautiful. You're not going to find another nation like us. That's it. He's stuck with us, and we're stuck with him, and that's the way it is. We're just absolutely going to do this. Kichelik Hashem Amoy, says the Vilna that Hashem is Misamech Bechelkoi. How is Hashem Samech Bechelka? He has everything. So he's Samech Bechelka, Kichel Kashem Amoy. We are his nation. And we're not so ayayay perfect like we wish we were. And he says, I'm Samech Bechelka, I'm happy with you. He's happy with us. We can be happy with him. We could all pack up and get out of here soon. Because of people like you. And Muna Betachan on such a high level. But we can all learn from that. This is real. This is not Mishpacha magazine. This is real. It's not lifelines. This is real pain. Pain in the room is unbelievable. And if you can, if you can say, Hashem, I accept. What I'll do is a different story. I'll find, you know, I'll figure out, okay, but I accept. I accept. And I find it's very, very hard for Bali Tshuva, because Bali Tshuva, they've changed their whole life over for Hashem, and now you want me to accept them because they're not from but b'makom shabal tshuva ayimid in tzadik yachalamid, Hashem gives bal tshuva. He knows how strong they are, and the the, the real bal tshuva can say, "I really wanted this. I Adarab, I gave it my whole life. I wanted to have kids all like that. You Hashem have different plans. Okay, I accept it. I'm, I'm letting you. You're in charge. I'm going to follow your lead. It's painful. It's only painful because we think we're in charge and we think we know what's best. But when you really do what you just did. You don't have to be in pain anymore. So it's physical pain, you know, just like you're getting stabbed. You could tell someone why you should accept. It's still physical pain. There's still always going to be a pain. But emotionally and psychologically, you can really use your amazing, amazing spiritual levels to, to go to sleep happy at night. So Hashem, you gave us an asayin. We accept it. Not that we have a choice. We're not going to complain about it. That we have a choice about Amazing Gedank, we'll end with that. That Hashem, why, why did He make um, the, the Avais were all uh, Akaris? They didn't have children right away. So, why? So, we all know because Hashem loves this Avalut Tfilas and Shel Tzadikim. He likes that Tfila, that amazing Kachadika Tfila, right? And that's why He didn't give them kids. So, the Kasha is why Dafka not kids? 
What about all the other stuff? No money, you know, can't get into a yeshiva, can't get a job, gets fired. Avram had a lot of nisyanis. Why couldn't he get those tefillahs that he loves from a different pain? So my friend, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Leifer, told me a pshat, I don't remember from who. He said that anything else that happens to a yid, they accept. So you don't get that. Of course he's still daven for it, because tefillah could change it, but there's a certain acceptance. That's part of, we trust Hashem. So when Hashem gave the Avais in the highest level, any other kind of tzara, they davened, you know, so to speak, to change it and whatever, but a part of them was just, they trusted Hashem. Everything's fine. This is what you want, okay. I'm sure it'll work out. Gamzul and Munan So they didn't have that level of crazy tefillah because they were also accepting. But when it comes to having children, which is for Hashem, to be my medayris, to bring up Dairis for, for Hashem, that tefillah, is for God, was a higher level. was a higher level, because I can't accept on God's behalf that I'm not going to have a child and I'm not going to raise a dar. Right? That was the whole thing of Avram, that you're going to have children. And, and if it's just me, as great as I am, if I don't have children, that's not good for Hashem. So what does Hashem need? I want more people to come onto this world to serve Him. So that tefillah, is not a selfish tefillah for me. It's for you. That's why Hashem made the Makaris, because Nisava HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Tfilas Nishal Tzadikim, which was on the highest level. Perhaps we could be Mechadish tonight, that until this parsha, there's a lot of tefillahs that Hashem, Hashem gets from us. But there, there's a certain also, okay, you know, person Nebuch doesn't have money, a person has a job, there's a lot of pressure in life. And those tefillahs we have to take accept, we have to mix, mix in the acceptance. And over here, attack, we have to accept Xerah. But in our tefillahs, our tefillahs for Hashem. This is in the Sa'ava, Kaddish Baruch, Shel Tzadikim, that if parents have children, you're davening for your kids. The part for yourself, you have to attack, accept, but you can daven for your kids that they shouldn't be in pain. That's that, that amazing Kaycha tefillah that you can't get for something else. A person gets fired from his job and it's terrible. Avadi is going to daven, but a certain amount he knows, I'm going to get past this, it's for the best. But a kid on drugs, a kid in danger, a kid in pain, those tefillahs that Hashem is getting from you parents are the highest level of tefillahs. For your children's sake, for Klal Yisrael's sake, and for Hashem's sake. So if you can accept that, okay, this is what, what position you want us in, we're going to accept it. But we are going to rise the Himlin. We are going to create a storm in our tefillahs for our children's benefit and for Hashem's benefit that we should have healthy kids to serve him, that's a tefillah, that he can get from you parents that he can't get from anybody else. And who knows? Maybe that's what he's waiting for. That, that tefillah, that, that, those words that from the depth, mimamakim, that all other tzaras, you can't get so much mimamakim. There's plenty of tzaras and there's plenty of mimamakim, but this is, this is mimamakim karasich Hashem. And you guys are going to do it. I really, I believe that Hashem is going to hear your tefillahs and, and whatever, whatever we're supposed to do in this round of whatever, this video game, you know, let's do it and get out of here. When Mashiach comes, I have no doubt it's because of you parents. I have no doubt it's because of what you're doing. Mamash Kirachim of Abanim came to Racham Hashem Aleinu. And your Amunah and your Betachan and your Oiska Arbit, your Midos, 
you can't compare it to who you were five years ago, and you can't compare it to your friends and your, your mishpacha that have great kids, but they don't have to work on this stuff. <coughs> I wish that you didn't have to, and I, I hope never to have to work on anything. It's very hard to work. I went to the gym today. I go to the gym every single week once a year. <laughs> I don't know why I pay membership. I should really pay, I'll pay you $1,000 every time I come. It's cheaper than paying by the month. But I went, and you know what? It's hard, because no pain, no gain. So I don't like, you know, the idea of, of pain and gain, but if you're in this Nisayan, do what you got to do. Be marbukavot shemayim. Teach Klal Yisrael what it means to be a yid, with emuna and bitachan and acceptance, and teach Klal Yisrael what it means to be a parent. Never giving up on your kids, making the best out of the situation, getting all your kids on board, and watch your whole family steig. Because the siblings can steig from this. They can get strong in Amuna and Bitachan. And that's part of your job. If they see you frantic and full of anxiety, then you're teaching them, I don't trust Hashem. I ain't happy about this. This is terrible. If you have a certain calm, and when they see things happening, you say, it's all in Hashem's hands. That, that is the greatest lesson. That is the greatest lesson. Mayor Stern told you that as far as the chinuch of the other children, they learn more from what's going on over here in your house, right? Even with all the chaos and the whole chevra over and all of that, than they could ever learn in yeshiva. So it's very nice. We wish we could protect them. But now they're going to see a tati and a mami that they say, when things are really basic, I accept. Emunah, betachen, gamzu We want them to say it. We got to say it. And with that, Mirza Shem, you're going to see the other kids are going to steig and steig and steig. They're going to make us all proud. We have to raise the next star with this problem. We can't cut it out anymore. And they, they're going to teach us. These next generation, I see these young kids, they're wiser than we are. Because they, they're born with it, and they're wise. You see it. They're wise. They have a wisdom. They have a wisdom. I feel like my kids are wise because I, I, they grew up with all the home sweet homeboys all the years, from four years old till 21. They have a wisdom that you can't get just being a regular good kid with regular good friends. They saw kids smoking on Shabbos. And they saw the whole process. And they saw what our job is. And they're proud of us. They're proud of me. They're proud of them. I'm proud of them. Of what we did to save so many kids. And now, also, when you do this with them, and then a few years from now, they start seeing the, 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 from kids and the, the results. You know, they're going to feel great. So you're empowering your children also. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.